Hello, welcome to the Negative Positives Podcast, episode number 10. I am your host, Mike Gutterman. Well, I've had an interesting couple of days. My iPhone started giving me trouble. I have an iPhone 7, and I know the 8 and the 10 are out now. Uh, I just was bragging to a friend of mine about two weeks ago how I've had iPhones since at least, I think, the 4 and never had a problem with them. Well, I knocked on wood even when I said it, and here it is like two weeks later, and my iPhone starts giving me problems. It like kept going to like rebooting and constant rebooting itself and would not get service and all kinds of bad stuff. The thing that caused me to realize is just how much we rely on these things, like how often you need your phone and how often you use it on a daily basis and it's kind of weird how we rely on these things so much but let your phone go down for a couple of days and see how lost you feel and that's kind of kind of hate it but it's just kind of the way it is nowadays I guess so I went in today to get it replaced I had a choice of getting an 8 for a little more expensive a month or getting a 10 for a lot more expensive a month So I just uh, opted to go with another iPhone 7 for another year and see what happens. Because, honestly, the iPhone 7 versus iPhone 8, not a big difference. They probably should have just called the 8 the 7S because really all they did was uh, the camera's the same in both both phones. They they did some things to the software, I guess, to to help the the photos uh, just basically process them a little better. And the phone's supposedly faster. But I just didn't see enough reason to pay more a month for an 8 when the 7's been working fine for me, so I'll stick with the trusty old 7. The nice thing about these iPhones is, you know, there's times you don't have a camera with you. And when you have one of these on you, you kind of always have a uh, camera with you. And what's the famous saying? The best camera is the one you have on you or something like that. I don't know. Probably really hacked that up but so but the weird thing is you know I probably use my iPhone camera more than any other camera that I have just because it's always on me but I rarely try to do any cool photos with it I kind of just use it for snapshots of the family or friends or whenever we're out or or memories like that it's kind of my little point-and-shoot snapshot camera and I know there's way more potential to do more than that with them but it just doesn't feel like a real photo to me for some reason I don't know if anybody else feels like that but like it just seems like a phone photo is still not really (laughs) it's just a snapshot to me and I know some amazing photography is done on these on these phones nowadays but I just can't get past it to me it kind of reminds me in the 90s when we'd go to parties or go on trips and we would all just buy little disposable cameras the one-time use cameras and that was our camera and we just took snapshots and that's what we did with them and I kind of see the iPhone is the same way and at least how I apply it in my photography and I know that I'm probably not giving it enough credit um there are some really good apps, though, on the, for the iPhone that I do rely on for serious photography. There's a light meter app. I believe it's just called Light Meter. 
and it's really accurate. I've tested it against some of my best cameras and the it's extremely accurate and it's basically it's free. It's like a free light meter and it's really easy to use. So I love it. Like I was going to buy a nice light meter, but this thing is close enough and if you're using an old camera without a light meter, you can just pull out your phone, use that, and you're good to go. And I think all you had to do, it was free, but if you want to get rid of the advertisements, you basically paid enough to buy the developer a pint of beer. So I bought him a pint of beer, and I hope he enjoyed it, because I certainly enjoy his app. I think it's called Light Meter. Is there any uh, apps you guys are using that you find helps your photography? Uh, there's a couple others I want to mention, too, uh, and I'll get to those in the next segment because I'm running out of time on this one. Okay, some other apps that I've found that are useful for us film guys or gals. Uh, there's, a, there's an app called Film Rolls, and I'm not sure I found, I found this in the Apple Store. Uh, it's a real simple app. Basically, looks you know it's very simple design, but it allows you enter to enter all your cameras that you have, all the lenses you have, and then if you're like me, where at any one time you have four or five cameras loaded up with a roll of film and a month later you can't remember what roll of films and what camera or what type of films in each camera or whatever it helps you keep track of that basically you pick which camera from your list of cameras uh, you're using and if you want you can put what lens you you're using with it um, and it you then you're allowed to put like what film you have in that camera what day you loaded it the film speed what t you know what type of film um, and also if you really wanted to it has where you can like describe each shot on the roll or maybe even put down your uh, your settings for your shutter speed and aperture if you wanted to, if you're that uh, anal where you keep up with all that stuff I, I just can't I can't get that far into it I'm not that not that organized <laughs> but you can do all that I generally just use it to remember what type of film is in each camera that I have currently loaded and how long that film has been in that camera it really helps with that it's a really cool free app called Film Rolls. Another useful app is the Kodak Film app. Now this will probably mostly just be useful for you if you shoot Kodak films, which is mostly what I shoot, so it's it's uh, very valuable to me. It's also free. Uh, it will help you find labs close to you in your area that develop uh, films. Uh, now I home develop, so I, that's not what I use it for, but if you uh, send your film to labs for developing. It will help you find local or labs or regional labs close to you. The main thing I use it for, it has a really cool film developing section where basically like you enter what Kodak film you're shooting, whether uh, whether you're developing, whether it be T-Max or Tri-X, and what fixer you're using. And then after that, you hit start, and it runs you through all the timing cycles like it'll you know say if it'll run you through the development cycle the time it for you with a timer and even tell you when and how much to agitate and then when you finish that cycle you hit stop you hit next and it goes to the next and it times that the next stage for you it's like the fixer stage all the way through to the end so it's really really valuable for you know developing film yourself it's kind of a personal timer that knows the times for tri uh, for Kodak films like Tri-X and T-Max automatically and guides you through that process. Really, really uh, useful for me and I was really glad to find that feature on it. 
because now I don't have to have like some generic little kitchen timer that I'm trying to fool with it and it kind of keeps me uh, keeps in my mind where I don't get mixed up and do the wrong stage at the wrong times it says hey next do fixer for this amount next do that this next rinse for this amount of time and then it times it for you keeps you uh, keeps you on track so you don't get confused and put the fixer in first or the or, or something crazy like that uh, of course the last app that I have on my phone that I, for film photography is the film lab app that I've previously talked about it's still in a beta phase but it's basically going to turn your iPhone into a scanner to scan films with your phone camera. Uh, obviously, these will be lower. Well, it'd be good enough resolution for web use, but I don't think you're going to blow any eight by tens up out of, out of it. But it'd be great for like proofing negatives and seeing which ones you want to scan at a higher res later on, or just quickly get uh, some of your your shots up on the uh, on the interwebs with scans from your phone. All you'll need is a light box or light pad to put your negatives on and then your phone and that app. Now it's still in a beta phase, it's not quite, all the bugs aren't worked out and it's not available to the public just yet, it's just available for the people like me who backed it up on Kickstarter to be beta testers. So but anyhow, I think it's gonna be a really cool useful app so keep your eye out for that if you're not already a beta tester. In the first segment of this episode, I was talking about the iPhone 8 not being much different than the 7. One thing I forgot to mention, the 8 has a glass back. Uh, and this allows for wireless charging. But you would have to buy a wireless charging station for it, and I don't do that. So it wasn't a, a feature that I thought I would use. Plus, I work in a factory, and an aluminum back seems like a better idea than a glass back in a rough environment that I put my phones through. And hopefully that will allow this phone, to, this aluminum-backed old 7, to last at least another year of factory hard life, hard knock life. And again, I'll knock on wood to hopefully prevent this phone from dying on me. Anyway, uh, I listened back to episode 8 because I was really worried about it being confusing when I was talking about through the viewfinder photography about building a, a box for the pseudo TLR that you use your regular camera to shoot the uh, viewfinder of. And even now as I say this, I, I feel like even that sounds confusing. So anyhow, I put up a little video on Instagram showing the box that I built and it may help uh, illustrate what, a, what the heck I was talking about. <laughs> So anytime I have a podcast where it's really hard to describe on audio, uh, I'm going to try to put up a video on my Instagram feed to kind of help clear up what the heck that I'm talking about. My Instagram is guttermanphoto at Instagram or on Instagram. And I'm going to also try to do a video, a short video showing the modifications I did to my Polaroid cameras to allow them to use AAA batteries. Cause I feel like even that might've been a little confusing on an audio podcast. Uh, another cool thing that happened to me, this happened for me this week. I have some friends that own a restaurant, a little fast food restaurant, a hamburger joint, a local hamburger joint here in Louisville, Kentucky called buns. And they, uh, hang art in their restaurant and allow artists to sell their art there 
So I hit them up to see if I could throw some things in there. So I brought them six of my smaller pieces. It's a small restaurant. So my, my photography will be displayed in a, in a hamburger joint <laughs> called Buns. But hey, it's cool, you know. Um, people get to see it. People can buy it if they want. So don't ever overlook any opportunity to get your photography out there and possibly sell it. You'd be surprised where people will buy these things. Apparently, a lot of people have bought art from this little hamburger joint called Buns. So I'm happy to be there, and we'll see how that turns out for me. At any rate, at least people get to see it, and my name gets out there a little more. So I'm excited about that. And nice thing is, I, I believe I'll be able to kind of keep things there for quite a bit and switch things out from time to time because my friends, I got a couple friends that own the place, so that, that helps. But I'll keep you up to date on, on that. And uh, anyhow, I think that's going to be it for this episode of the Negative Positives Podcast. You can follow me on Facebook at Mike Gutterman Photography, on Instagram at Gutterman Photo, and you can email me. And please do email me any questions, comments. Uh, I will put. You, I will read your email on the on the on the episode on the podcast or answer any questions. Yeah, email me at guttermanphoto at gmail.com. Gutterman is spelled exactly how it sounds. Gutter Man, G-U-T-T-E-R-M-A-N. All righty, everyone. Stay positive. Take some cool film shots. And I'll see you soon. Thanks.